testament to the unearth that what I believe is like the renaissance, the ability to sort of create our own destiny. The Renaissance Podcast. Welcome back, guys, to the Renaissance Podcast. You already know who it is. Your boy, Caesar. It's your boy, Alex. Hey, my name's Alan Shiner. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. We got a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's good? I'm Lil Cobain. Oh, yeah. Everyone needs to take a big ass sip, by the way, just to get the, get, get everything get going. Get the juices right, flowing. I just got done cheers. with mine, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much almost done with mine. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Okay. Let's go. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So this basically starts the new season. Season three, boys. We're entering the the second year. Damn, taking you into a podcast, man. For real, podcast way. We got this is your first podcast. Yeah, so this is my first podcast. I haven't done any uh any type of live on camera interview, nothing like that. It's okay if you mess up, man. You know, we'll just cut it out. Yeah, man. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's crazy, boy. Yeah, now we gotta go all. We gotta try to go Dude, raw. We're we're gonna raw. Gonna raw. Yeah, oh, yeah. your fans got to see it raw, bro. Oh, for sure. I love that. Heck's not, man. But but talk to us about yourself, man. You're born and raised here in, in Dallas. Yeah, born and raised in Dallas. Um, I get that burp out. Uh, <laughs> born and raised in Dallas. Um, moved to LA. Uh, when I was probably like 16, 17. Um, did my thing. Did my run. Met some cool people. Rubbed shoulders with some of the most influential people in the music industry, and and was able to uh, um. Find my way back to Dallas with with a little bit of peace. Didn't get torn up from LA too bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think staying there for a long time kind of ruins your mental health, bro? I mean, I feel like anywhere for any you know strung out amount of time will fuck anybody's mental health up. Like a lot, you know. For me, it was just like I went from being homeless for so long, sleeping in a studio, to like one day I get hit up from. Migos managers, Rel and Danny, shout out Rel and Danny, changing my life for changing my life. And you know, one night we're we're sleeping in a in a fucking just a beat up situation to in the strip club throwing bands with other people's money that isn't yeah. mine. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And then yeah. so I mean that'll do something to anybody's mental health. And then going on forward and forward, I mean, it's just it was fucking crazy, you know, being around these people. I remember being so new and fresh on like the in the shit in LA, I remember going up to this place called uh Night Owl Studios and I go into this place, it's me, LA Reed, um uh these uh other producers as well, DJ Durrell, uh the whole media. DJ Durrell DJ Durrell, <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Um and uh going to uh you know going down there and, and he's like, yo man, we're gonna go into the uh this room over here. I go into this room and it's a, it's it's a Quavo just sitting there recording. And I, it, threw my, it fucked my head up because I'm like, yo, what the fuck? We go in there and just sitting there, me being this new fresh dude. One thing Quavo said to me, that studio, so this was the first session I ever saw them and everything like that. But yeah. when I first went in there, he, was, he turned around. He's like, yo, pleasure to finally meet you, bro. And I'm like, yo, Damn. this is crazy. I'm like, yo, pleasure. Like, I, like I'm salute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Mm. And he's like, he's like, so what you doing right now? I'm like, I'm chilling. He's like, well, we working. It just turns around. <laughs> mm. And dude, and, and I fucked my whole mind up. I was like, okay, so like, like this is just, this is life for them. Me, yeah. life at that time was just getting fucked up and having a good time, just partying and being just strung out as possible. And then being in that situation, it was like this big chest out moment. I was like, okay, word, this is cool. It's go time. Yeah. 
No, yeah. but it seems to me like that's that's how it always been. Like the Migos, especially like they they've it's always been on the grind for them shit since they were young, bro. Yeah, like they they've always been on the grind. So like for them, it's always about the money. Shit. Man, they paved the way. I remember watching this this uh thing about them. It was like this. I think it was Noisy Atlanta, and <laughs> and the all a bunch of the Noisy Atlanta got taken down. I don't know why, but whatever. But I remember seeing Rel on the steps right there next to uh uh. Who was that fuck? Skipper the Flipper, bro. Mm -hmm. And it was him and Skipper, and they were sitting there. And so that was a huge part of my life at the time, too. I was such a big fan of them already. And, you know, the, you know, and, and rest in peace, Takeoff, like big yeah, time sure, is, man. is major. Yeah, man. You know, I didn't, I didn't know Takeoff very well. Um, but every time I was around, he showed nothing but love. He was uh, the most kind, unique, cool character every single time. Brought energy, brought good energy to everybody around him was super cool really really good dude so you know rest in peace now for sure for somebody else that like we're just fans of him like even just like the fact it hit so many people yeah uh, like hard just because even though he didn't say a lot like we knew he was a good person you know even though like, you could just see it like generally see it as because when he would speak we just speak positively especially that that's podcast I did with Drink Champs, man. That was a great ass podcast with him and Quavo, mm -hmm. and everything he said in that podcast, like about showing love to him and then stuff, like pretty much talking his shit about how he was one of the best rappers you know out there. For he sure, just, that he was so underrated. Um, nah, man. Fuck to everybody. Me, he was one of the most underrated rappers. Uh, fuck uh, everybody that says you know what, stop rapping or shit like this is what you get for doing doing the game and shit like that, bro. At the end of the day, he died love doing what he loved, you know. Being with his homies yeah and the people say that like about like about how like rap is all about gang violence and stuff but it's it's just a form of art of expressing how it is like in the real world you for know? sure man and yeah. you know rest in peace for sure and i'm pretty sure that he's gonna want you know quavo to keep on doing his his grind you know fuck everybody that says you know rap is is, is exactly what you're gonna get out of you know death nah man they're they doing what they love and they're really talented they ain't gonna stop they're gonna keep going Shout out to them boys. Thanks, yeah, yeah man. Yep. Especially because their their last, I think their <clears throat> last project was more. I don't know. It was more individual. Not individual, but like the, the Unconfused one. It was more like yeah, it was all hip hop, but like I feel like they were trying to expand to like mm. go more like not viral, but what is it mainstream? Mm. Mainstream, yeah. mainstream, and 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 I mean, happen what happened, man. It sucks. I mean, God has a plan for everyone, bro. So yeah. <laughs> It's always a beam, man. But but for sure, I mean, how how you been though? Like uh, otherwise, then because I know you you posted on social media that you were having some health problems. Everything's good. Yeah, everything's cool, man. I I just I just feel like I just need to just like everything you do too much of something. A little you, reset, yeah. You know, for sure. Like, so you know, had that little reset, did what I needed to do, and and everything's cool. I just went through this crazy just personal life situation and I was just like, you know, just took took a little took a little tea break from reality, got, you know, <laughs> gambled yeah, a bunch, spent a bunch of money, you know, <laughs> went on went on a nice What do you little, play? What, what, what do you play? I play poker, bro. Poker? Oh, oh, yeah. man, bro. We're yeah. big poker fans here, bro. Oh, you y'all do y'all play Jack. poker? Yeah, blackjack over here. Yeah. Oh wow! I, I've been trying to merge into you know to the uh, <laughs> sink my toe into the pool with poker, bro. But like, uh, uh. We used to play poker at my crib back yeah. in the day, mm -hmm. and bro, we would like we would buy a bottle of Jack, like the Honey Jack, like Ooh. the big one, 
And we will kill that bottle by the end of the night. You see, Until we play we poker it, for that's fun, though. Y'all's fucking V-Pip was 100% every single time. <laughs> yeah, we bro. play for fun. This, this motherfucker plays for fucking money, bro. He gonna do my salary in the night, bro. I'm good. <laughs> nah, bro, I played it at the casinos one time. And, like, sometimes you got to have your luck with, like, who's playing that, that night, you know? Like, sometimes some old men that really know how to read you or the for sometimes sure. really, like, just rookies that you're going to take your money. But you know what, bro? Oh, yeah. Like, I think I'm down for that, bro. You know, me being young and shit, like, yeah. I know they're going to, I'm going to get under their skin, bro. I'm, you want I'm, that old man, right? I, I, I want that ass. <laughs> you want I that ass? I want that old fart. <laughs> that old fart, bro. Oh, no, for sure. I broke some hearts playing poker. I remember taking, I remember I, I got into big, big pots, three, $4,000 pots, breaking God, up hearts. Damn. Disgusting. Dang. And it's my favorite, bro. And, and it's almost like, uh. Yeah, I don't remember who said this, but it, there's nothing better than just playing against somebody gambling and playing poker and just fucking their whole life up. Oh, and you know it's someone's daddy. Yeah, they got to go home and think about that. <laughs> Especially because right. when it's cards like that, a hand like that, it's a hit or miss. I don't know if, how, how you win mostly, but like I've hit some, I've had some wins where it's like the last card the, that, 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 that wins me the bigger, the best hand. Hell no, nah, bro. The fifth hand, hell no, nah, bro. No, nah, sometimes it's been like that where like I've gotten a straight at the end and I'm like, fuck yes, bro. Like yeah. the straight came in clutch. Bro, oh, yeah. Good thing I didn't fold, but like. Hell no, nah, man. It, poker, it is, I guess it is strategy, but also it's some luck too, you know? Like at For the end sure. Of the day. I, you know, I was going to originally go on Hustler Casino. When I was back oh, in shit. LA, I was going to go fill in. <laughs> not fill in but try to apply for like <laughs> like a fucking job like get like go on hustler casino and like play and i was gonna take like on like a lower stake buy and like a 5 10k buy and with like 60 70 bands and just go and blow that bitch that whole night but but just do some crazy blowout shit like i like call yeah. mostly every hand and then come back and then just be like this uh you know a i mean if you have the legend. funds you can call every hand god damn burnout legend my boy <laughs> Burnout legend. <laughs> yeah. Burn legend. Hell yeah. no, bro. Have you done? Have you been into like the, the well? You said, but like this the steak uh, website where it's like oh like you can do it online. Online shit. Yeah, they fucked me so many times. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, I, I've got I've I've lost so much money every single time. Online gambling. I know that the Nelk boys be doing that shit. Uh, well, Steve will do Everybody. it. Steve Man, they're crazy. It. You know what's crazy about Steve will do it. And Steve, if you hear this shit, okay, look. I got a DM from you and you fucking <laughs> deleted it. Oh, man. And I DM'd you and said, I will give you $100,000 from my advance to gamble. And if you lose it, you lose it. If you don't, you don't. But Steve, just so you know, there's a $100,000 wager from me, $100,000 backing. Yeah. If you want to have that, just let me know. Shit. Gamble my money. I don't know what you sent me. I didn't open it and I'm sorry. But, like, <laughs> but, but I, when I went to his Instagram, I went and it said, Except message from Steve will do it. And it said, accept or decline. The message is just blank. Oh, and man. I was like, fuck. And then I DM'd him. And I was like, bro, please. I was like, just send him yeah. this long ass message. Just wasted. Was bro, like, but like, that's the thing about poker, bro. It's like 1v1 or 1v3, bro. You against yeah. everybody, bro. You look at the table, bro. You see your uncle. Put in that quinceanera money, bro. Like, you, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck him, bro. We're no we gonna we take that breath no matter what. Yep. That's why I want to do poker so bad. I'm always used to blackjack playing against the casino. But well, you, know, you guys are welcome to my crib. I have a nice ass poker table upstairs. Oh, for Come through. I will take your money. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm, I'm like, he's ready to take the money. Yeah, I'm in the bed pestles, bro. I'm good. <laughs> nah, man. That, that's the one thing. Honestly, like, I'm, I'm kind of like, Happy steak store where it's still not legal in Texas because I know it was legal, man. I'll be so much in debt, bro. 
For like, real, right? I'm, I'm bad at gambling because once I lose, I want to keep going. You know, like oh, go, get sure. more, go get more, go get more. That's that's for me too. I I like losing just as much as I like winning, if yeah. not more than I like yeah. winning. I love going and blowing it and just mm. not even getting anything back for from it. It feels so good. My ex fiance <laughs> would just watch the account drain every fucking week. I was firing. I remember one week in crypto, bro. I went and invested in this thing called Parma. Yeah. Right. And Drake Bell was attached to it and everything. And I was like, oh, I'm so lit. Boo, boo. Right. No, I'm being used for to promote the crypto. But I turned 20K into 100K and then doubled down, put 40K. And then after I put the 40K down, I went to sleep. I woke up at 5 a.m. because I wanted to get the, you know, early bird gets the yeah, one yeah, type yeah. of stupid ass shit is that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I, I, uh, I wake up, my count's zero. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? I'm like, well, what do you mean it's zero? And it's from this fucking, I, I opened up some shit, clicked the link I shouldn't have clicked. For the next five days, I was putting 20K twice a day down, losing it, losing it, losing it, what losing the? it. My account was negative at that time, like I think 180K, 210K at the end of the run. So in like a week, I lost like a quarter million almost. <laughs> God damn, damn bro. <laughs> and that was crazy. I yeah. was like, bro, the, but, but that's... Cryptocurrency, I bro. I love it so much, you, man. You said cryptocurrency? Yeah. God damn, bro. Yeah. You should have done Bitcoin, bro. <laughs> yeah, Dogecoin. Well, well, I had Bitcoin. <laughs> I had, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. That's how we learned, though, bro. Yeah. Shit, imagine the fucker that does the nuclear codes and shit, the nuclear launches. Ah, oh, shit, I'm, I'm just supposed to clean, but presses the fucking launch button. Damn, 20K damn. every fucking time. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, four, 40, 40, almost 60K a day. Just loading it, loading it, loading it, and then just losing it immediately. I'm looking at my account. I'm like, "Fuck, I'm broke." Oh. That's how I'm with yeah. Price Picks right now. I don't know if you know Price Picks, but oh, like, that shit, I do. Yeah, I just got the app uh, two days it? ago. Yeah, God, I was damn, gonna... I should have sent you my link, bro. So yeah, I could have gotten some free twenty bucks. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. definitely would have. Damn, nah, man. But yeah, I just got into it, bro. And it's fucking sucks, bro. Because like every time I'm about to hit like all five of them uh, parlays, that motherfucker one motherfucker misses like. I think what was last time? Seth Curry. I had everybody, and everybody had hit, and the only one I had left was DeRozan. DeMar, De, uh, DeRozan. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, DeMar yeah, DeRozan. Yeah. And he usually, I don't know nothing about basketball. I'm like you know, <laughs> shaking my head like I have no clue. Well, he usually <laughs> scores pretty good, like 30, 30 solid points, you know, uh, every game. And bro, in first half, he had zero points, bro. You're like, fuck. And I'm like, bro, first how, half? dude? How, like, the one game I bet on this guy, he just fucks up and it has no points whatsoever. In the Does this half. have a happy ending? <laughs> nah, no, no. no. <laughs> That's it? Oh, it, bro. shit. Okay. He, had, he ended up with 20 points, but, like, he just had a horrible first half and it's like, it never happens. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm done. Like, this one, I, I shut it down. I'm like, I'm going to shut it down for like a good two weeks. Damn, you know, bro. that's why I take pics from the homies. Like, I even hit up my boy Kane. Shout out Lil Kane, the artist. Legend. And yeah. um, I, I hit him up and I was like, yo, I just got pics, whatever the fuck. Uh, prize pics, yeah. whatever. Yo, can I get your pics, whatever? He's like, mm -hmm. go pick your beard and drink a beer. I'm like, all right, bro. I'm like, I'm like okay. Basically just saying like, yo, fuck yeah. you. You're bad at gambling in general. <laughs> like, I know I am. Yeah. No, that, you know what's crazy though about that app? You can only withdraw $1,000 a week. That's it. I'm sure maybe it's different for an old account, but for like well, new accounts. Th this app has to, and I think that's why it's legal to do it here. Right, that's I what I'm saying. I think there's some legality to it or right. why it's able to do it because yeah. no other app we can gamble in Texas. You that's what your, I'm saying. As soon as you put your zip code, they for real, shut it you. down. And, and that's the cool thing about that app though because like it's cross-platform. cross, cross uh, 
I don't know. I don't gamble, but I actually did download the app like two days ago too. And it's like you can bet on soccer and NBA and you can do a parlay across all of those oh, things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just crazy. I always see his story. He's, he always has like something going oh, on. Oh, shit, for real? God yeah, damn. Ronaldo and <laughs> Anthony Davis. I always got a thousand fuck? every week on the line, bro. <laughs> I always got a thousand every week on the line and I never hit. Word? Only one time I hit. And damn, bro. Oh, you might have a problem, bro. <laughs> yeah, I do. Hey, but guess what? Mm-hmm. We, we, we got, got a problem, problem bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, think about it. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, wait. <laughs> damn. Nah, it's man. always one that messes me up and it's like, man, I already fuck it up. Like, I mean, but Nevada, they're doing bad, bro. Like, during this economy right now, you know, everything's going down to shit. You think so? Yeah. Las Vegas, every, the houses are going down in price. Casinos are the only thing that's booming, if anything. Mm-hmm. Thank, you know, thankfully, COVID restrictions are no longer here. So everyone can actually work now. But still, bro, like Nevada, bro, if you're not gambling, you're not making money over there, bro. At this point, you're losing money. You're going to burn out like Kanye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What you think about that Kanye situation, bro? Man. What I thought about the Kanye situation, honestly, is the anti-Semitic remarks, bro, absolutely unforgivable. Mm-hmm. I, I, I work with... with Jewish people every single day of my life, damn near. And you know what? I thought it was, you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up really quick from my text messages that I was talking to my buddy, Andy. Shout out, Andy, my boy. You know, he said, um, uh, you know, it, it was about the Jewish remarks and everything. And he said, you know. Have you seen the uh, the Lex, the Lex um, podcast? I bro? did. Yeah, I saw that. I, I feel was, like that was the first podcast where... I kind of not understood Kanye, but like he got called out on his bullshit and he listened to the other, to the, to, to the other side. He's Jewish too, right? Yeah, because Lex is, is Jewish. Well, it's like, bro, like how many people are just going to keep on deep throating this situation? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. but I, to each his own. But, you know, even my boy, you know, he, he was a, I don't even want to get into it really, like about about that stuff. But just know me personally, I don't rock with Kanye for saying that. And I'm a Kanye fan, and you know how difficult it is for me to not be able yeah. to back that I behavior. I think that's the hardest part about everybody that's such a Kanye fan. You know, I can't back that behavior. Yeah, it's not right, bro. Mm. And, and you know what it is? I think it's because, and that's that's what Lex uh, told him. It's like, why are you generalizing it to Jewish people instead of? Calling out going the, after the fucking after main the people. specific person, yeah. And if it happens to be Jewish, that's that's on them. But that yeah. on the specific person, not generalizing and say all Jewish people, you know, that, that's where it kind of messes up the whole thing because now yeah. the normal person is gonna be like, oh, Jews have all the power, and like it kind of goes into like that hateful thing where like it makes people hate Jews. When it's really not Jews, it's really those specific people he got hold about. Well, Jewish, and that's where well, he went well, wrong. Ju- Jews I think have saved my ass <laughs> in every single situation, yeah. from legal to 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 life to anything, real estate, anything. Just yeah. they they rock, and and you know why they rock, and why they're so powerful in general, is because you know they've been going through, they, they've gone through such a hard time trying to prove. Like it, it it was it was trying to survive. My buddy Andy sent me this text about this, and it was you know. You know why people always say Jews are so powerful and going on that, you know, Kanye going on his rant. Their family lifestyle is really well, well, well. It's because they've been oppressed for so many years yeah. that they that 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 winning is in their blood. Yeah, mm. shout out to the Jews. <laughs> and and, and, and their have. lifestyle is big. Uh, and what I mean by that is by like, and Kanye talks about this too, but uh, but how like how their family is so together. You know, it's never like a. Uh, it's always like they work in family. The the knowledge they pass on to their to their to their to their sons or 
whatever generations they pass on that power yeah. to them. And that's that's one big thing that African American Hispanics we don't really do that, you know. Uh, For sure, we we don't pass on that power or we don't break the barrier of like. I, I'm talking about minorities in here. I'll yeah. say this though, yeah. for sure. Um, Kanye is wrong for what he did. It's always comes down to like, for example, with the Trump situation, he was, you know, an outsider, and a lot of folks like the fact that he was not a, you know, politician, a career politician, right? But then next thing you know, like his execution, horrible, bro. You yeah, can get under his skin, and with bad. just like saying Trump, you, you suck, you're ugly. You would get under his skin so bad, and he would just get out of control. And that's what I mean, that his execution is just horrible. There has to be someone to, you know, if you really want to be anti, you know, anti uh, establishment and all that stuff, you got to understand that they're going to come for you. And if, if you go crazy and if you do all this stuff that makes you look bad, bro, they're going to take you out in a heartbeat. But I mean, not even that. Like you shouldn't, you know, people, people have their own opinions and form their own opinions too, right? right? But it's like, <clears throat> at the end of the day, just wasn't right. Like mm. you don't speak about a group of people like that. You don't generalizing. A, you don't generalize. Yeah, that's just where he fucked right. up. Mm -hmm. just, it's it's never been right. And he learned honestly because I don't know if y'all saw his like, latest tweet. He started going and uh, against specific directly. people directly against the people, and then he started saying. Uh, Thanks to Lex for 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 showing me to not <laughs> no, generalize it anymore. Thank you, Lex, for the cop out. You got a <laughs> fucking cop out. You didn't. You weren't gonna do that. Thank you, Lex, for the da da da. Bro, yeah. you don't respect these people's opinions, yeah. Kanye. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Like you're you're just you're just off, bro. Take your Abilify. Take your Risperdone, bro. You're done. Like right. it's over with. Take a chill. Like just. Take cash a chill out, pill. Bro. <laughs> cash and, out. And of course, you have talked to a lot of powerful people yourself. So like this is what I'm talking about. Like if you're saying that it's wrong, it's because you have been in a situation where like, you know what? If your career is in, in the line and if you know what you're talking about and you're careful with what you want to do, I mean, you're not going to put yourself out there like that. You just can't. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not something you can do. And, and it has nothing to do with the Jews, quote unquote, how he, Kanye says it. Like yeah. you just can't. It just comes down to taking care of your family, taking care of yourself, taking care of your your actual beliefs. But you just can't be doing it like that. I mean, it's kind of the same yeah. thing as Ky Kyrie, uh, the same thing that's going on with Kyrie. I don't know if you're up to date with this, with the basketball player. He kind of, and it, it, well, the Kyrie is different just because to me, my opinion on it is more like, it's another guy that he has the right message, but has a bad execution on saying stuff. Mm -hmm. And Can someone and, fill me in on this. And, and <laughs> so pretty much all, all what he did, he posted a yeah. He what did he do? A, he posted a picture on a story about a oh, movie yeah. he was watching. On, that's for, on Amazon, on Amazon Prime. And the movies has a lot of Bad a lot shit. of wrong a lot no, no a lot of wrong stuff about history about about the Holocaust and all that. But the main point on that movie or why he was watching it is because of the about how the original Jews are, are from Hebrew are, are, were from Africa. And that's where he was trying to learn from his, what his name was meant and all that. Pretty much where he, he came from. Yeah. He posted that in a way where he was trying to, he was trying to learn from his, from his, uh, what is it called? From his roots yeah. from mm -hmm. Africa. But a lot of people started getting mad at him about it because part of the movie also talks about the Holocaust and stuff, about how some wrongdoings in the, from the Jews and stuff. Well, you so, know what? So it kind of was an anti-Semitic movie, yeah. but he was looking at it from from another message instead of from like the Jew side, you know, for, mm -hmm. he was never trying to be anti-Semitic. He was more like trying to learn from his roots. And I think he made him worse because he got interviewed by a, a, 
uh, a reporter and he kind of started getting an argument with the person. But like, again, the message he was saying was kind of like, he was kind of digging himself in a hole, you know, instead of like actually expressing what he actually wanted to say. For and, sure. And it, it kind of messed up because now people, especially reporters, because they're going to try to get views and try to get clicks on their on their stories. They're going to try to flip it on him and say he was being anti-Semitic when the whole thing was about him learning his roots. And he's kind of like, he's always bad in expressing like the, the execution on him, explaining why he did it, you know? Well, and that's why people shouldn't speak about shit that they don't understand. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it's not, and, and, and I always keep myself so at bay with like these things, like yeah. even with the Kanye thing, even with the, um, like uh, BLM, I'll never know how these people felt. I'll never know like what that feels like. And and no offense, we need to know our place. Like straight up. We need no for a hundred percent because Yeah, that's what it, yeah, that's what he means. Like look, look, no no offense to like Kanye West and and you know, everyone else that just does dumb shit, right? I get that you want to stand up for yourself or you know, just in, in general you have, you know, you really do have a purpose into what you're trying to say, right? But you may not be the right individual to come, to get that message across. You're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, you should know your place. That's what I mean. What are y'all's sure. thoughts about like my thing? Yeah. The not having the same energy for the corporations. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. My because thing is yeah. the the movie that Kyrie posted was on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Right. So you know, it's not that he's like pushing it, and it's just a random movie out of nowhere. Like they were talking about how like also for Adidas, like they backed Kanye whenever he said slavery was a choice. But then now when, whenever it was like anti-Semitic stuff, it was like, no, no, we don't stand with that. So like... Fair game. It's fair game. I believe it. I, I like it. I like yeah. it. That's why... Why do you think uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter? Same reason as to why uh, well, Jeff it's not Bezos... it's a fair game, but it's them picking sides. No, nah, it's not even picking sides, bro. It's not it even is. picking sides. So it's it's it about is. defending yourself. So you have yourself. no issue with Amazon having those type of movies. Uh, Jeff Bezos... But you have an issue with Kyrie posting the picture I, of the movie. But, but that's the thing. I, I I'm gonna be just like Homo right here. I'm gonna be in, in the background. I, I you know I ain't the right individual to mm -hmm. to get that message across that Kanye West and and no, I'm, we're, and we're then, not saying I'm we're not saying about the message. I'm talking about like but oh. that's what I'm saying though. It's it's fair game. If you're gonna be a billionaire trillionaire, you better own you know the Wall Street Journal or you better own Twitter because hey, it's all fair game. You gotta have your bullets and you know when mm -hmm. you gotta know when to shoot. That's all I'm saying. Well, what happened, uh, since you're not up to date with that, they suspended him for five days. I mean, for five five games or five weeks? Five, five games. Five, they five suspended him games. for five games for, for posting but that But Kyrie's story. always been the type to, like, stand on what he says in the same Yeah, yeah. bro, this is the guy that he did not play because of the vaccination. But you know but, or, like, uh, people are like, the earth is not flat. He's like, bro, that, that got me. That one got <laughs> the, me, bro. The flat, he's the, the type that, like, stands on what he says. So, like, I feel like they knew with him pushing those buttons, like, they were able to, like, not like bait them, but like they kind of did type stuff. Oh, yeah, you know man. what's crazy? Uh, one thing you say about corporation is the NBA obviously Adam Silver uh, suspended him for five games, but game. they're not gonna call out Amazon. Why? Because NBA is about to sign a deal with Amazon. Oh, kind of like the NFL Thursday night games with Hulu. Mm. With Hulu nice. Stuff. So, so they're about to start having live games I get, on that. I get your point of what you're saying. At the end of the day, it's like money talks. Very yeah. game. That's yeah, the that's difference. What I'm saying. Money talks. That's the difference between America and Russia or all these dictatorships. It's capitalism. What's the no, it's, it's capitalism. That's the difference. That everyone in in America can grow to become someone 
And they can run their world. Mm. They can run their shit just like how they want to. And they got to worry about Jeff Bezos saying, you know what? I'm the only dictator in this bitch. And you know what? But I'd rather have that than have like... How but I feel like there still should be a, some empathy when it comes to corporations. Just like how we see that. Empathy. Make sure that the workers are treated right. Make sure that they get a good wage. Make empathy? Sure that- what you mean empathy? I'm tired of corporations telling me I can't fuck a transsexual woman. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. I'm tired of corporations telling me I can't fuck a transsexual woman. I can't go up on EDC Vegas 2020 uh, when that was the time and throw midgets off the stage. I'm tired oh. of people telling me when I can't release music. I'm just tired of people telling me that I can't do these things. Mm-hmm. And for me, that set me back so much. Like, like real shit. Mm. Like, like if I want to Eddie Murphy out on Lexington and McCadden, mm. let me do that. Like, <laughs> like if I, if I want to take, you know, 10 little people with the same outfit as me on and chuck them off the stage, <laughs> let me do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I want to drop a song about how I'm such a queer, let yeah. me, let me do that. Facts. Mm-hmm. If I want to be Will Smith and slap the shit out of Chris Rock, let me do that shit. <laughs> I guess. I mean, like, bro, like it's like, it just shouldn't be an issue anymore. That's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Like that—that's the beautiful thing about America. That like, if you really want to make that, that happen, that's, that's make it happen. Capitalism. That's what happens with capitalism. That companies are gonna be look at it and be like, you know what? If you do that, that's gonna put a lot of people that are not gonna buy my product. So yeah, you can't do that because then I'm not gonna sell that product. But and that's the thing, and, and that's the one thing. That's sold. the one thing that artists have yet to, you know, conquer. And just like how all these millionaires were able to conquer, you know, Wall Street, uh, the Wall Street Journal, Twitter, mm-hmm. you guys are still struggling to fight with these record labels. Crazy. It's crazy, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the part where, like, you know what, America, we got to stand up for who are artists. Those are the hardest working, most creative, talented individuals. And y'all are still struggling, uh, you know, f- losing a battle against people that you guys have been fighting for what? Since, you know, last time I checked, Michael Jackson had the same problem. I feel I feel like it's changing though. Elvis Espe- had the same problem. I feel like it's changing, especially with somebody like a Bad Bunny, mm, that, biggest artist in the world. That you know the ninety ten ten deal. Yeah, is like, what he I'll, had a ninety ten deal. Ninety, he gets ninety percent. Oh, okay, say that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so no, like, he gets ten percent. <laughs> so he has, he has such a big buzz by the time that the record labels caught up to him that he and was no like, Shoot, I'll give you ten percent. That's it for mm. distribution or something like that. But you're not gonna. Put me in a eighty-five, fifteen, mm. typical record deal where the label gets eighty, eighty-five. Isn't twenty-one savage? I got put in that, bro. Eighty-five, fifteen. I got put in eighty-five, fifteen. God damn, I got bro. put in eighty-five, fifteen with um Alex the Kid, this dude who we've heard was doing Imagine Dragons, mm-hmm. like who? Oh. Do you know this guy? Yeah, bro. So Dang. I got put in that fucking box. I remember being, I was so young and fucking just. I was so. I was so lit about the situation. Oh, you like my music? You want to yeah. fucking sign me? Oh, like <laughs> and 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 you know, it it. I I just remember getting out of that deal. My attorney, hey, they spent so much money, bro. Just so you know, guys, cheat codes have a like. Look, I had a major cheat code. <laughs> my attorney, Helen, you shout out Helen, the boss's bitch in Hollywood, <laughs> lawyer, attorney. She's such a boss. Came through. Came through, and they had me. This is how shysty the industry is. It was a it was a one point something million dollar deal that we did with Republic, and mm. Republic had Kid in the Corner, which is a subsidiary of Republic. Yeah, yeah. And we went and we did that deal, and 
we signed the deal uh, on DocuSign or some shit, and they were like, hey, come sign it in person. They made me sign a completely different contract. Bro, I walk in, they're playing Damn. the Rocky theme song, and I'm just <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? Come to find out, I spent all their fucking money, and I hit up Helen, and I was like, hey, Helen, I want to leave this situation. And she said, it's done. We fucking left. So- Fuck you, kid in the corner. <laughs> by the way, okay, we're we're gone. Kid we're in out the of corner. It. Yeah, <laughs> kid in the corner. Yeah. Like, it's like, do I need to even go any further? Really? Nah, man. Congrats, man. That's that's what's and that's up. great because like that story is so common though yeah. of like the predatory record labels. Man, having to change your average. But let, let me be honest with you: your average rapper doesn't have that lawyer. To, to Facts, right? No, but you know what? Yeah. If you have the situation that calls for call that calls for that situation, if you have Republic or Capital or uh, Atlantic hitting you up, you'll have that lawyer because you can pay them out of your attorney. You can pay them out of your fees, the your fees. advance fees. That's for what I'm your saying. Capitalism, bro. And and so I urge everybody have a fucking lawyer because I'm dealing with it right now, doing this buyout with this company. I'm not even gonna yeah. name right now because I have to get out of the situation right now. I don't want them to be like, oh, you're trying to nah, 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 whatever yeah. bad name yeah. and all that. Fuck them. Yeah. Facts. Nah, so now that you've gone through that, you know, situation, you know, props to you getting out of that situation. So I, I heard that uh, what's that guy uh, from Twitter? No, 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 from Instagram. They always be doing the lives and shit, signing ra uh, rappers, artists and shit. Oh, Drewski. 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 Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> if you're looking for a label, if you're looking hey, for a Drewski. label, bro, we got artists right here. Art I know. Right? Come on, everybody gets ten percent. Thirty <laughs> in this room, it's done. He's, he's always trying to get to get him to do that ninety ten deal. Like, oh. <laughs> he's always like, I mean, I'll give you that ninety ten deal, you know. The Kodak was like, Kodak. I, want, I want 40, 40 billion. Like, oh, yeah. We're we not going to do that. Drewski's a genius. Drewski's so fire. I love Drewski. Drewski's the coolest of the coolest. And, um, bro, his skits are fucking hilarious. Good energy. Oh, bro, they're so funny, bro. They're so funny. What's your favorite Drewski skit that you can think of? Oh, my God. Know? It was this recent one he did when he's out with the uh, with the cattle and shit. And he's like. Oh, the country one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. bro. He's like out there. He's like, yeah, you know, you can, you can get you some milk. You can get yeah. you some milk. And I was like, oh, my God. It's incredibly funny. But he's uh, um, him, Jack Harlow. All those people just running this music shit right now. I look up to Jack Harlow like crazy. In mm. 2018, my buddy Nick Meredith, who's a engineer who was living at the studio that I was living with, he I remember him telling me, and I'm going to say this straight up. He would say- Exclusive. He mm. would say, bro, Jack Harlow. He was in his music video too. Oh, it was this shit. fucking music video where he's in like a- uh, uh, He's in the window of Jack Harlow doing- um. Like hooking up with Jack Harlow's girl or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> something stupid. But it was, he told me Jack Harlow's gonna be huge. Jack Harlow's gonna be huge. And I would always hate on the situation, <laughs> right? Cause I yeah. didn't know who Jack Harlow was yeah. really, but I was like, bro, this isn't gonna go anywhere. Like, what are you talking about? It's Dang. another white rapper, ends up mm. being massive, huge. So never count anybody out, obviously. Mm. But uh, that was just a random side point from this third beer hit my fucking heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, nah, bro. But, but Jack, Jack is learning from, from the game, especially, I mean, him. He's, he's made the right moves. He's making the right moves. He's smart about it, especially him taking, like, get under the wing of, of Drake, learning everything from Drake. I you think know? Jack yeah. Harlow did the biggest move, money move, whenever he did that um, voiceover of that song. The uh, Oh, the... Um, that, that, that one that's always in the fucking first class song. Yeah, first class. Oh, first yeah. class. And then guess what? Nicki Minaj out here dropping fucking remakes too. 
That it's, was my mom's ringtone for a long time. Right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. And that was bro, my ringtone for a long time. <laughs> shit. Maybe I love Fergie. Call it lazy. Call it fucking, you know, weak. Because even Lil Wayne was asked if they if they permitted his songs to Lollipop to be, mm-hmm. you know, redone. And he said no. So, no, but that was because uh, I don't think he. That he was because of Nicki and Lotto. But, Lotto. Yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Either way, call it lazy, whatever. Because like I get it was I get it. It was 2020. You know, COVID shut down. So you gotta like you know come something make make up something real fast, real quick. So it was 2020 or 2021. You know, point hey, is that. Say, we're so already. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like you know, time is flying. It, either way, it was a great move. You know yeah. and. And, and, and you could fuck it up too Because it's a classic Like you said If mm-hmm. you fuck it up bro People are gonna come for well, your head I think he said in an interview That like in the beginning um, What's his name The guy that's assigned, Well he signed to um, DJ DJ Drama DJ Drama <laughs> Man shout like out it. DJ Drama He man. didn't like the song In the beginning DJ oh, Drama yeah. Is a legend yeah. The legend legend He's the hardest working Retired dude That I've ever <laughs> Retired <laughs> Seen in my life And I, I've only had A little bit of correlation With DJ Drama Over the DMs We both follow each other Mm-hmm. But DJ Drama, let me know. I will grab your waters <laughs> from the. No, I wouldn't. But like, mm-hmm. I fuck with you, DJ Drama. Yeah. Cut me a little something, something. I will bring some spice to your life. <laughs> I really will. I swear to God. You DJ the best. Uh, what do you think the best uh, cipher? So, uh, like, um, by far the freshman cipher where where it was uh, Kodak Twenty One. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he was a DJ. He was the DJ for that. Oh, he for was that. a DJ for that? Yeah, for that cypher. Who the fuck chose a little sorry yeah. ass beat? This <laughs> <laughs> is Kodak is like that, bro. He, I don't think he could freestyle like that. He, he's a great music. Uh, he's a great artist, but for, for some reason, freestyles. Kodak just doesn't give a fuck, bro. Yeah. He just be doing his own thing. Because everybody hit that hoe, bro. Everybody, even 21 was hitting that hoe. Um, Lil Uzi. It was crazy. Let, let's talk about Made in Tokyo, too. Made in yeah. Tokyo being hey. such a. Huge proponent in like the early days of music as well. Uber everywhere played For a real song in my way. life. Skateboard Every P. house party, bro. Oh, come on. Bro, exactly. Skateboard P, all that shit. Travis Scott's Antidote, all that shit. Shout bro. out Eastbound and Wonder Girl for that was just a crazy time in, in life, especially house parties, bro. That song would be so That was Uber a great time everywhere. in life. Mm-hmm. Uber everywhere. Man, Damn. that song brings me like as soon as you said that song, bro, it brought so many memories of like parties, like house parties that we're at, you know, oh, like yeah. all the memories you have. Get my dick sucked for the first time. Like <laughs> oh, how, how old are you? <laughs> huh? How old are you? I'm 25. 20, okay, so okay, yeah, so we're, yeah, I'm 25 yeah. too. So yeah, we're kind of the same age. So we're like we we grew up with those. Um, what was that other song too? I don't know. I don't think it was. Uh, I, I feel like that's what that wave was. Whenever uh, hip hop kind of changed too, in the sense, like you said, uh, the Lil Uzi was coming up, Kodak, uh, yeah. Twenty One, <laughs> Playboy Cardi, like every who Playboy was, who, Cardi. Who was that song that's like gassed up? Shadi said, "I need about 40. Oh, um, who is that? Who is that artist? Up. I know who you're talking was about. That, was that? Made, made it was uh, no, that? Was made in Tokyo? No, it wasn't made in Tokyo. Kiniza. Who yeah. the fuck is Nebuchadnezzar? I don't know, but that song that too. That song went hard. That though. song was so hard during that era oh, too. X too. Oh yeah, oh, X. X. Yeah, man. X. Shout out to X. RPX. But yeah, yep. that's when X was coming up. We we're going to parties all the time, man. Those were the super wild days, bro. And that's that, that you know, that, Rafa, and that, you know that's that. when projects were actually good. You got the SoundCloud heroes like Pump and uh, Perp and yeah, you know people like that. Even Little Skies when Cole Bennett was just crazy breaking these artists, bro. I have a crazy story. Oh, shit. about about this shit. So I'm I'm wild eyed and bushy. I'm going to all the label meetings and everything. Yeah. And I remember my manager Rel Money uh, hit me up. 
And uh, this is when I got signed to Migos Management under YRN and Alien Music. And he had hit me and he was like, bro, music video, music video. I'm like, yo, Cole Bennett, Cole Bennett. <laughs> and he's like, okay, how much is the video? I'm like, 10 to 15K. He's like, I'll pay for it right away. I was on so many fucking pills and just fucking off my shit. Right? Which is not me bragging about this, by the way. This it's is not about context. That. This is like just what the fuck. It's just context context about it is just just idiot. Mm-hmm. Absolute idiot. And I never hear the end of it. And, <laughs> and he, Cole Bennett was like, yo, pull up to this fucking uh yo, Frankie Morales. Shout out Frank. I love you. Pulled up. Uh I had Cole Bennett pull up and I was supposed to pull up or whatever and I missed the whole music video. (laughs) (laughs) And and I hit Cole after that all the time and even Alex and and Alex, it's always going to be love, but don't like ever look at me in the eyes and think everything is going to be okay ever again. (laughs) But like, but he would be like, he, he, he said to Cole 150,000 for three videos and Cole didn't take him and uh, shout out to Cole for not taking it because that would have, led my life to just self-destruction if that yeah. happened yeah. and uh yeah. open it. are you gonna do any music videos for any of your well let's talk about it first the the project that, that you just dropped man human made human made the album is crazy where um, is it where does the name come from why why'd you pick that name it's just the embodiment of just me it's just human made it's just like something that's just cool it's like it's just me uh, and and I and I love the project and it sounds so gay. Let me put emphasis on gay. <laughs> me like in an LGBTQ community. Don't get mad at me. We got rainbows it. on our fucking chest. Okay, <laughs> I'm very LGBTQ over here. If you know me, you know me. It it is a um really cool project that I put out with my friends, Italian Leather, Snaps, Kellen, Azul. Shrobin, all these very talented, talented producers, internet money. Um, Damn. Jack LaMastro from Wallace Lane, Disney. These are all very, very talented people and very well known and well versed in the game of music. So yes, it's sir. it's sick. So I, you know, I got to make music with my friends, and that's all that I really care about. And you know, the numbers are going crazy right now. The num the music really just started picking up this year. Mm-hmm. Let it play, Monday Magic, Red Light District, all these songs that are just in this niche pocket of Lil Cobain started doing millions of streams. Let it play is at like 15 million, Monday Magic's at like 11 million, and then million, 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 all trickling mm-hmm. down two, three, four million, whatever. And it's just going insane right now. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, for me, releasing music was such a hard time and getting it pitched to these certain people was such a hard time early in my career because. A lot of these record labels would count me out. I'm not going to say which ones because I still want to have a fighting chance yeah. these people. <laughs> but they would always count me out because, you know, we pulled up with 20,000 month listeners, 40,000 month listeners. Oh, you're like uh, Post Malone. You do mm. music like Post Malone, which was so fucking whatever. Disrespectful. It didn't even mean anything to me at the time. But then going forward, I, whatever. So, but then, you know, we broke out of the mold there. We, then we did festivals. My first show ever as Lil Cobain was a packed out festival um, on uh, EST Fest with MGK, DaBaby, Shoreline Mafia, Mod Sun, yeah, all yeah. these crazy fucking people. <clears throat> and that was such an eye opener for me that's like, oh, you can't put me in a bracket. You can't do that to me. It's not going to happen. And then um, e- uh, EDC, EDM, something. It was like Las Vegas, EDC, Las Vegas, EDM, Las Vegas. I don't remember what it was, but it was. 
we did it and we killed it. And, you know, now even coming up this year, trying to prove these people wrong, um, it's been such a weird transition from like where I used to be to now me actually taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. A lot of these record labels and these people are afraid of me because of my inconsistency. Mm-hmm. So it sucks because, you know, you go on to make great music and, you know, you're booming. We're almost at a million monthly listeners. It's like, what the fuck? So it's it's an eye opener for me, but it's also a very, like, I'm very grateful for being able to make the type of music that I want to make whenever I want to make it and still make money off of this shit and still shit on you every time that I can and feel like it. And that's what makes me, you know, keep mm-hmm. going, which is super fire i i agree 100 on that you know inconsistency it's it's the devil really but at the same time too if you work through it man you have no idea what's what you, what you can accomplish and the only way to find out is shit you know do something about it yep and that and that's freaking amazing like having so many listeners because that shows you even though like you said the inconsistency you're still putting out great products so that people that means people are going back and listening to the the great music overall. And I think you know, one, one thing mm-hmm. about it, listen to me listening to your music, bro, because I'm a big fan of music in general, um, is that I've seen a lot of artists that, not that we've interviewed, but that hit us up about like interviewing them or like people that are blowing up now or even rappers that are mainstream. Almost. You can't really, you can't really go back to their music because you don't feel like it's personal, you know? Like you feel like they're just trying to make it sound like someone. Yeah, or, or like they're trying to rap like this certain artist because that's what's going on right now with the with the with what's going viral or what goes up in, in music wise numbers. And I, I honestly listen to your music; it feels very personal, and that's what I really fuck with. Um, it kind of puts me in a not not putting you in a, in a lane, but like like I'm saying, like kind of like Frank Ocean's music is really personal. I'll um, take that. I'll take yeah. Frank, Frank Ocean. Ocean. Yeah. Dropping an album yeah. every three, four years, bro. <laughs> every three, four years, you know. Yeah. He's not. He's the most inconsistent person out of all of and them. We you know? always go back to listening to his music. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro. Blonde is one of the greatest albums ever to me personally. Um, what's it called? Who else I can think of? That oh, I don't know if you know this rapper, but he's a, a small rapper. Code of the Friend. Um, oh yeah. Yes, he, I know who Code of the Friend is. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. one of my favorite rappers too right now. Um, but but again, also very personal raps that you can ident- identify it because you know it's real, mm-hmm. and, and and I feel like that's why maybe your listeners stay consistent because of that because they feel it's personal, so Facts. they identify with you, what you're you're saying in your music, you know, for sure. And and, and bro, I already added like a, at least. Ten songs or two my playlist where like I have Frank Ocean, Don Tolliver. Nah, that's right. fire. So, and Lil like, Cobain too. I'm, I'm part of them, I'm part of them listeners, bro. I'm part of them daily listeners, bro. Man, my boy. And like, and and thank you. And you know what? The album was inspired by me getting head from a tranny on Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I'm very serious. The this motivation is not a, just this is not a funny thing. I'm very serious. Was getting head from a tranny on uh, Lexington and McCadden. I remember me walking back from the studio in McCadden and going on the street and me looking to the left. Um, and I told my boy, Greg, I was like, Greg, watch this. It was just a joke at the time. And I was like, yo, how much for some top? And she was like, 60 bucks. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I got 60 bucks. And, 60 bucks. And, and he tells me, and he, he says, bargain. he says, are you tripping? And I'm like, no. 
And I'm like, Greg, it's 2020, my boy. Ah, and, Greg. That boy, Greg. Shout out to that boy, Greg, for shout not out stopping to that you, boy, bro. Greg, Greg, any I other love guy you. would tell you, what the fuck are you doing? Let's go. It, you know what? And it was so humbling, right? Because we went and we did it, and I was like, oh, this is incredible. I was like, and there's nobody that knows how to give head more than the guy who does it for another guy. Or the pronoun we go on the pronouns yeah. about that but at the time that wasn't a big thing but now it's a pronoun thing um yeah we out there for that I, I get what you're saying at the end of the day it's about being yourself yeah right for sure but you said to yourself being able to do as you please and 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 that's, that's the magical part if you got the funds if you got the will you know and, and that's where a lot of folks get tend to get lost homeboy you're doing what you want oh you know God. exactly what you're trying to do yeah so I, I ain't worried about the inconsistency there's some at all. Certain, so there's, there's some greatness, feel of freedom that you don't you get from like from that. Yeah, you know, from it's, doing it's what liberating, you want. And, and and that's liberating what. Uh, and and this word. isn't trying to exploit anything, mm -hmm. by the way. This isn't me trying to be that person to mm -hmm. make this weird moment on social media or anything. Yeah. This is not that. This is me just saying that like these are the things that I did in my life. Sober or not, yeah. and like ended up in these positions that inspired music that happened to be music that we put out, music that we made. It's it's the whole journey of the situation. Hundred percent. I, I saw this uh, interview. It was of uh, Mr. Beast. Yeah, he, uh, he's recently been on a lot of podcasts. Honestly, yeah, he's going crazy. Yeah, right. But he was talking about how like if I was to stop doing any videos today, I'm still gonna be getting the bread. I'm, you know, these videos are still going to be producing the money. So these people that ask me, you know what, uh, do you ever like put some money to the side for your for yourself? Because homeboy lives in his uh, warehouse, you know, and all that stuff. He's all like, mm, I'm not really worried about it because like I'm still trying to think of the next thing to do. And he's like, I love working with the people that are hyper fixated on something. Yeah, and and that's how you counter. Uh, you know, being inconsistent because if you're super, uh, if you're hyper fixated on one thing and it's the right things, you straight. You ain't gotta worry about one thing, but what you want to do next. <laughs> yeah, that's and, a cool thing. And and you know what? I appreciate. Shout out Zach Bia, my friend Zach Bia, and um and uh, Taco and Julian Swirsky. Shout out Taco, bro. Shout out Taco. Love that I, guy. I remember going up to to Poppy this uh, club in um, Los Angeles in Hollywood. And I remember going up to him with my buddy Italian Leather and I'm with someone else. I can't remember who they are. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I went up to the door and I'm walking up and I'm with my buddy Italian Leather and we walk up to this tall dude and he's like, yo, are you Lil Cobain? I'm like, yeah. He's like, bro, you probably don't know who I am, but I love your music and I never say that about anything. I'm like, dude, are you fucking joking? I know exactly. Who you are? I don't I'm like, know who this I is am. so sick. I'm like, this is so sick. Taco. And then guess what? At the end of the fucking night, <laughs> I haven't kept up with Taco for like any of his music career or anything like that. And that's not that's just pure ignorance in my yeah. And he's that time for coming in the Dave show, bro. Uh, no, for sure. And I and I went up to him and I was like, yo, um, you down to do a collab? Like, cool. like well, let's do a feature. And he's like, um bro, I do beats. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, so I, so I just I just fell out of that. But which, which is funny as fuck because- Let's do a feature. Yeah, I was like, let's do a feature. He's like, oh. so embarrassing. 
Hey, but that's one the of thing. the many times I've embarrassed myself in <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> many times. Yeah. I went up to Ron Jeremy one time outside of Peppermint Club Ron and I was Jeremy. like, dude, I love your acting. He's like, it's porn. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can say that too, bro. You can say yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't search up Ron Jeremy right now, bro. This guy always researching. Oh, wow, is that Ronnie? There's Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. How do I know him, though? <laughs> how do I know? Oh, you know exactly how you know him. Bro. Right. Oh, big Ron. <laughs> Shout out Ron Jeremy. You did it, man. God damn, bro. Mm-hmm. Damn, I man. love your acting. <laughs> yeah, you're sick. I loved you in Transporter too. <laughs> but, um, I was gonna ask you: Are you planning to do any any music videos uh, with any other songs that you put out? Yeah, we're we're planning on doing it. I have this whole idea where I'm gonna gather these French, a French conglomerate, a French campus, a French like group of people, and shoot a video that is a culmination of other videos and do it all in France. We did it with Monday Magic and uh, we got our friend Arthur, um, thanks to N5X's and uh, the other um, videographer involved. And we shot a cool video for Monday Magic. Mm. The song obviously is way bigger than the <laughs> than the video, but, but it was cool to kind of immerse myself in their lifestyle and what they do, which is, yeah. which is kind of what I do. It's like, um, cool to be a part of that in like a in a weird way and and they really helped me out mm. big time doing that so so we're going to be doing that it's a bunch of um has it already been filmed yeah it's already been filmed okay. uh but oh. but it's it, you know it's it's almost done it, it yeah, i'm very kinda, picky i'm mm. i'm trying to martin scorsese the shit where i can just be real precise with right. it and it's take your time man it, it bodies everything mm. like it's 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 not uh it's very pan Mm-hmm. It's a very pan thing, gotcha. so it's it's cool. And, yeah, and you do you like certain working working with certain directors when you record music videos, or you have your favorite? My favorite is Vixen. Me and Vixen shot this song called "Let It Play," which is my second song out. The story behind this is me and Vixen had talked for maybe two days prior. He came over to my apartment. I recorded a song in front of him, and that was the as far as our relationship went. That's it. Yeah. And then, so seeing this right here, so you'll see, um, <laughs> Damn, there's me just cool chilling, I'm that? chilling right now, I'm cooling, cooling. song yeah. drops, and then you see me fucking a midget, right? Roger. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's Roger from American Dad. Yeah. IRL. You didn't know what he looked like, but that's him. Damn. And, <laughs> and when we did that. I had only known Vixen for two days. I hit him up. I was like, Vixen, I got this crazy idea for a music video. And we order a uh, a girl over to the crib from my buddy, a mutual friend of mine, or a mutual friend of me and the hookers. <laughs> and she comes through and she says, <sighs> she comes through and he says, yo, when she pulls up, don't laugh. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, when she pulls up, don't laugh. I'm oh, like, wait, so you didn't know she was? A- no clue. I'm, I'm like, okay, all right, all right. what the hell? Pull up, whatever. I'm not gonna laugh at this bitch, whatever. You show me ass pictures, whatever. She's got a fat ass, whatever. She pulls up, and as she's pulling up in this fucking Kia Soul, like little by little, I'm like, oh, oh, 
oh. And then she gets in the parking lot, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I go back up into the studio where everyone is, where I was living, and they're all in one room. Everyone's in one room laughing at me. Oh, you fucking faggot, whatever. I'm like, nice. Okay. I'm going to fuck this fucking midget. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to fuck this midget, bro. And we go into the other room with Vixen and Vixen's like, Hey, so um, do you need a little bit of time to uh, get ready? And I'm like, no, just fucking turn the camera <laughs> on. Turn the me. camera on. I don't need no fucking, rhino pill. I'm Fuck fucking fluffing no myself. <laughs> I'm going crazy. I'm jerking my dick right in front of him. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, in my head, at least, is what I'm thinking. He's thinking. And he's like, hey, can you actually get a different angle of, like, you jerking? And I'm like, <laughs> like yeah, for sure. And, and he does mm-hmm. that. Uh, I do that. And... um. We filmed 15 minutes of me fucking this bitch <laughs> and put three seconds in this <laughs> Which is so crazy. Um, Damn. But I bet you anybody who sees that music right. video, that's the one part they're going to remember. For I mean, sure. Yeah. And shout out 88 Rising and um, all of the team. Brian, thank you for I mean, being she don't so look that cool bad, bro, me. so don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe it lasted hey, 15, bro, 15, 15 minutes. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shout out 88 Rising for posting it and making it uh, <clears throat> a thing. And then they eventually took it off and I don't blame them. Mm. But shout out for the uh, eyes. Mm. Very fire. Sean, love you. You're the guy. <laughs> One of my boys that we just interviewed um, a while back, uh, Keen Jones. He's also a really good director. I, I would I would recommend you. I would put put you on with him, bro. He actually just um, he gets he gets a lot of inspiration from Cole Bennett, and he already talks to him here and there, mm-hmm. back and forth. Um, Can't wait till they collab. They collab, yeah, for sure. Let's for do sure. it. Let, yeah. let, let's let's figure Keen out a way Jones, to I, I because he's he's a fucking great director, bro. Like he's one of my favorite ones. He actually put me on. I don't know if you know M Treblin. No. Um, he's an artist too. He's coming up right now. He just um, got a Drake cosign. Did he yeah, see Yeah, Drake cosign. Drake cosign. M Treplin. Uh, yeah. Search him up. M Treplin. If yeah, you see look, his picture, you'd probably be like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And he, the most recent music video that with Keen Jones that he did. Um, no, oh, no, I'll just search up Kid and D Jones. YouTube. On YouTube? Yes, yeah, YouTube. M, no, no. EM. EM. E-M. And then Treplin. T-R-E-P-P. Right yeah, there. Right um, go to go down. Go down. I'm going to show you the music video. Uh, oh, that. The yeah. right there. If you go. Yeah, that one. If you, the one with pink. Pink, pink. Back. That That's the one he just did with recently with my... Uh, King Jones uh, was the director for this one. But the artist this is your boy? Um, that's... Yeah, that's... M. Treplin is a rapper, but yeah, yeah. He's... Oh, he's been, he was talking about this one. He kind of yeah. like he showed us about it. But yeah, Drake was on his, uh, what is it, Beats Radio? Oh, nice. And he was like, I really like him. Well, the video is dope. He always yeah. has a vision. And he just he always has it. a vision, yeah. That's sick. He was uh, showing us this video whenever we were interviewing him. I didn't know that it was going to blow up. Goddamn. How late am I? Shit. Still crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys that you tell him your your ideas and he can make it happen, bro. Like he's really good at that. And that's what I feel like any artist I would love from that from a director, you know. Oh, for sure. I'm mad autistic. I can't tell anybody <laughs> anything. I'm like, yeah. like, what do you see for this video? I'm like, well, I want it to be like ethereal and like cool. And I'm like, there's just nothing that comes from it. You know what's so crazy though? Like Ad- admire that shit about you though like soak 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 not even soak it in not yeah not suck it in soak it in bro like yeah. straight up man that shit's gonna that shit's gonna be amazing bro keep it going it's gonna be cool man and you know i'm i'm excited for a lot of things that are coming i have a song coming with um and these are all i have a i'm excited for the things that are coming i have ty dollar sign g-e-z dang PNB Rock, rest in peace. Lil Keed, rest in peace. Damn. All Damn, these man. people are on my next project. And it's not like I'm going for the big guys or anything like that, that are big quote unquote guys that are trying to give me whatever. I'm for the culture that of of music that has shaped music in the past five, six years. I have OG Mako on it, which is my my boy, my favorite. I have Nova. And if you haven't heard of Nova, he's fucking going crazy. This is my guy. And these are these are Damn. all very you know, cool people that I want a part of my project, and I'm excited to uh to have them on there, which is right. very very cool. Man, congrats, man! But um, this is not gonna be the last time you come. I'm telling you, man, you are a cool individual, cool artist, very talented, very wild, bro. To say well, the I least. love to go somewhere <laughs> and get fucked up. Oh, for sure, yeah, bro. bro. Hey, bro, let me ask you something before we even leave. Uh, yeah, let me ask you a question. I don't know; it will be get too deep on that, but what type of um, what was I gonna say? What type of legacy would you want to leave for your listeners with, like, with your music? Like, let's yeah. say you die tomorrow, bro. Yeah, I'm not a role model, mm-hmm. and like, I want people to know that, like, don't follow after some of the things that I've done. Don't look at me for answers for anything. I'm just telling you how I feel in every single one of these songs for you to feel and interpret how I'm feeling, and you can take from that what you will. Mm-hmm. I'm not a someone you need to look up to i'm not out here doing things that are absolutely insane (laughs) like it's it it, and i'm i'm just making music that speaks for me thank you for letting me do what i do and not having to stress and sleep less about the music that i put out thank you for letting me be me and make the music that i make because without y'all i would be absolutely nothing Facts, man. Yeah. Oh, man. And that, that's the one thing I said about your music, how it feels so personal. And getting to you know, know you now is that that you do what you want, you know? It expresses in your music. And then that's one big thing that that is going to keep a lot of people still listening to you because uh, a lot of these artists may have, like, big numbers, but then the day they don't keep the, the same listeners overall in yeah. the expand of years, you know? Facts. And they don't come back to their music because it's just... Not timeless, you know. It's uh, or is it timeless? Am I saying it right? Timeless? No, that you said it right. You said it right. Yeah, it's timeless, right? It, yeah. And your music, I feel like it is, bro. And like, yeah, I can go back to another day. And I don't know what would you think about this, but when people drop projects, I my biggest pet peeve is when like it's been an hour of the project drop and there's already people posting on story. Ah, oh, this shit's trash. Or like, <laughs> oh, this shit. I'm like, bro, like music, you can't just one listen and then already hate or yeah. love it. You know, it's like you got to listen to it. And a certain type of day, you got to listen to another And that'll never be the issue with mine. You listen to my music, yeah. it's fire. It's hard. <laughs> You're going to feel it. I'm not whack. I make good music. I rock it. My net worth, my money, my life, my sex, 
Mm. It's all different. Everything that I've done in the last year, you will Midgets. never meet an artist that is netted. <laughs> it is much money as I've netted in the last 13, 14 months as I have netted independently. No shows, no tours, no nothing. I just did it myself. Period. Done. Wham. That's Keeps what it is. And, 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 to, and to conclude it, Dallas is where I'm from, right? Dallas is where I'm from. Right. Renaissance Podcast is where we're at. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. This is my shit. This is everything that I would want it to be for Dallas. Uh, if you're not rocking Renaissance Podcast, you're a pussy. Sure. <laughs> you're straight up. Season you three, boys. Let's go. You're Season three. Yes, sir. Make Season sure to three. like, comment, subscribe. We out, boys. Yes, Peace. Sir.